Welcome back to After the Final Rose, eh? I am Hannah, despite my congestion. <laughs> it is me. And I'm Holly. It's not COVID, though, guys. Don't worry. I had a test. We're all good. I'm good. I just am a little stuffy. But I feel I feel great. I'm having some wine. Mm-mm-mm. I know. It's been a while since we had wine. I know. It's a, been <laughs> a while had a since we've water, so. podcasted in the literal dark it's so dark out now i know but the christmas lights i know my tree that's the only thing like i can only handle it that it's dark because oh wait i'm gonna go christmas lights i put the christmas things up i'll just talk to myself okay oh my god (laughs) okay so we're going to start off this oh what a vibe this is really nice thank you um so we're going to start off this podcast with a little um, drama. I don't know what to say. Sure. You don't have a microphone, so no one hears that. She said, yeah. <laughs> um, drama. So as everyone, if, unless you've been living under a rock, literally, Taylor Swift last Friday, almost a week ago now, she dropped her red Ugh. album, the Taylor's version. She sure Which did. is wonderful. Everyone, like, I'm so sorry. People who like Taylor Swift, red is her best album. If anyone says otherwise, you are crazy. 100%. Red is, red is her best album. It's her best album vocally. It's her best album. It's even better now vocally because she's a better vocalist now. I said, I was like, uh-oh, is this like a Taylor Swift podcast? Yeah, we're like sub Swifty podcast over here. But, um... But uh, as comes with Red is the song All Too Well, which every person living knows is written about Jake Gyllenhaal. It's a very emotional song. It's probably her best song ever. I was just talking about this. She wrote it like a story. It's not even a song. It's a story about this relationship, which was only three months, by the way, every single person And she was 19 and he was 30. As I go about my day, I listen to the Taylor Swift album. It's amazing. There's someone from Bachelor Nation. Her name is McKenna. She was on Peter's season. Mm-hmm. She's Canadian. She was she, on the season of Paradise. She was also on the season of Paradise. She was the one who came right before the prom. Yeah. She went on a date with Ed. And she was like, I don't want to She didn't really want to go on a date with Ed because she wanted to go out with other guys. And they all said no. Because she, she came wanted to see the game. Aaron. Yeah. And Aaron was like, not no. into this. Yeah, but Aaron. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so... <laughs> Well, there and, and then but she was known for being on Peter's season um and her like thing on Peter's season is she's very expressive like mm-hmm. she, you could you could always tell when she was upset well there's just nothing wrong with having an expressive face I have a pretty expressive face me too I have a like whatever. some might call me Justin but that was like <laughs> how she was known but anyway since then she got a lot of flack from Peter's season like people were really mean to her online mm-hmm. and stuff and like that's just not and they were mean to lots of people but they were really mean to her particularly mm-hmm. about the way she reacted to situations on Peter's yes. season because he was a terrible bachelor he was um but what she posted on her Instagram after this release she loves Taylor Swift mm-hmm. she's posting about the album she then posted two things to her story the first one was a picture like a screenshot of the all too well song playing yeah and she's i I didn't take a screenshot of it but it was something along the lines of do we all not like jake gyllenhaal anymore like Mm -hmm. we all hate jake jake gyllenhaal whatever 
And then the next one was a little like record video of the comments on Jake Gyllenhaal's most recent Instagram post. Yes. Of comments that Taylor Swift fans were leaving on it. And she posted, she didn't post any words. Well, I think she posted that it was hilarious, but then she was posted emojis like the laughing, crying emoji and the applaud emoji. Mm -hmm. So she's like cheering people on for commenting. I then went through the post and I took a couple (laughs) um, notes about what people wrote. Mm -hmm. Let me find that. Um, They said, you're public enemy number one. Right. You're done. You're over Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, there was some mean stuff on there. And, like, here's the... And we... Polly and I were just talking about this. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal did a shitty thing. Yes. I'm not defending him. No. Ten years ago. But we all need to move along with our lives. If all of this stuff with Scooter Braun hadn't happened, Taylor would never... This wouldn't be happening. So, Taylor's taking advantage of the fact that she gets to release her work. And uh, that's great for us. And... But it really, it has nothing to do with Jake Gyllenhaal. And of course... No, it doesn't. All these guys get roped into it because Taylor's known for writing songs about her exes. Right. So Which we love her for. We don't fault her for that. Oh, she said, the comments on Jake Gyllenhaal's latest post, both two like, laughing, crying emojis and the applaud emo- emoji, amazing. Right. That's what she put. Yeah. Okay. So for somebody who was bullied online and then who has over 300,000 followers... Mm-hmm. To then go and post that did not sit well with me. Which is fair. If we're going to, you're going to preach mental health. You're going to preach online social bill- bullying, all this stuff. Like kindness, essentially. You need to walk the walk. You need talk to walk the, the walk. So I messaged, like I DM'd her literally being a nobody. And I, like for my personal account. And here's, here's what I said. I said, maybe let's not roast somebody for a relationship that happened 10 years ago and for which both parties have already made amends, which is also true. He's listened to the album and they have both moved on. He went on a talk show literally 10 years ago when Mm -hmm. the album was released originally and said, I listened to the album and he called her and said, they talked about it. They talked about it. Like it was all done. So I don't know why we're doing this again. Anyway, I kept going. And I said, I'm all for enjoying the re-release in its full Taylor glory, but seems unfair, bless you, to be perpetuating to your followers that we should now go spew dislike on his page. You advocate for mental mental health and kindness, so let's demonstrate that. And she responded. It was was crazy. And I never, I, I honestly did not like DM with the purpose of getting a response, I just DM'd because I just felt like I had to say something Mm -hmm. because like, like when you're talking about being like being a good digital citizen, essentially, like this is what I'm talking about. Like, let's know. I like, you shouldn't be posting to your 300,000 followers that it's amazing about all these comments that are being put on there. And like, it's, it's essentially encouraging other people to do it because there are crazy people on the internet who will do it. So then she said, I have the receipts, as they yeah, say. You do. She said, it's just a joke. Come on. Swifties are just diehard fans. Taylor Swift writes lyrics for us to relate to. The song is a masterpiece. It just happens to be about him. It was obviously years ago. I'm sure they've made up or moved on. But again, Swifties are diehard fans. Nothing I said, like, I'm not ba- bashing the song. The song's great. 
hundred percent. I said, oh, I agree. Song is a total masterpiece. I love this album. I have been so excited about its release. Then all of a sudden she said, don't say I'm a bad person now. It's just fun and games. And I'm sure he knows that. Like, number one, I didn't say you were a bad person. Right. Nothing I said was said, McKenna, you're a terrible person. No. I'm just I'm just approaching it from an outside viewpoint, maybe Mm -hmm. enlightening you on how it's coming across to the public. Maybe you didn't think it was coming across that way, but that's how it's landing. Yeah. Right. And you also don't know how he feels. Right. I don't care if he's an A-list celebrity. They also have feelings. They're humans. Okay. So then I said, my point is that I don't think people should be encouraging others to purposefully comment on someone's Instagram or post with the intention of insult which when you look at the comments is clearly the intent. I'm in no way calling you a bad person. Truly, I just think if we're going to live and preach kindness and promoting good mental health in a social media world, then we should practice what we preach is all. And she said, they're more funny comments. We all know it's been years. She just gave us more tea. And I do that. Again, don't judge me off off then. Off that, whatever. And I said, I'm not judging, truly. I'm just making a comment. I'm just trying to help us all learn and grow. I do this every day. Trust me. I do. I do it every day. Yeah. I learn and grow every day. Yeah. And then she blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the best part of the story. And I'm just Holly like. Holly got blocked got by blocked. McKenna. I'm not kidding. Like, I don't understand. I'm like, let me make a public service announcement because I'm probably going to tag you in this. So here's my public service <laughs> announcement, McKenna. Okay. I'm really sorry if I came across as being harsh or like judging you. I promise I wasn't. I truly just wanted you to understand what your post looked like to the public. Sometimes you post something and you you don't see the lens that it's going to come through. Yeah. And someone outside sees that lens, right? And so, like, I appreciate people who are on social media and who are, like, promoting good mental health and who are promoting kindness and who are promoting, yes. like, like anti-bullying and all this stuff. But then let's not tell people or encourage people or applaud people mm-hmm. who are doing that to others. 100%. I don't care if it's someone with 50 followers. I don't care if it's someone with 5 million followers. Yeah. Like, let's just not do that. And that was just the point I was trying to get across. And so um, you don't have to unblock me if you don't want to. It's fine. I'm not. <laughs> my feelings aren't hurt. I promise. <laughs> um, feel free to continue blocking me. But I just kind of just wanted her to know that. That's fair. Good job. <laughs> So anyway, that's <laughs> the big news. I think it's from hilarious. here. Holly FaceTime me and was like, I did. I was like, I why aren't you texting me? I was like, you have to see what's happening. It's crazy. Wild. I think it's wild. I would be intrigued to hear what my catman has to say. If you would love to, if you're ever in Calgary, I mean, let us know. Happy to have you. It's more than happy, happy to, to have ha- you. talk it out. We enjoy you, McKenna. Buy you some coffee. Or yeah. wine, whatever. You or like wine. wine. Anyway, let's get to this week's episode. Enough about me. <laughs> this, this podcast ain't about me. It's about Michelle. So we open up. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. My nose is dry. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll just continue. I'm going to take this over. Hannah's useless today. <laughs> so I don't know what she wrote. It just started off with Michelle. They went to Minnesota. They went to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, she was talking about her parents, and we kind of knew this about her parents, so how much, like, she 
loves her parents, how much she admires their relationship. They've been together through lots. It's a mixed relationship that's challenging in itself. And not that I get that, but from what I've heard and listened to and read and things like that. So anyway, that's kind of how it starts. And then they go to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minneapolis is the city, correct? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, sure. I think it's Minneapolis. This is a Canadian I don't, podcast, Holly. I know. I don't think it's Minnesota, no one Minneapolis. To know that. I think it's Minneapolis, Minnesota. Anyway, sure. so she basically, like, she meets the guys in the middle of this, like, square downtown and says, like, mm-hmm. she's so happy to be there and the dates here are going to be super meaningful for her. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, the first date is a one-on-one. Joe... Do you want to go on this one-on-one with me? And Joe's like, yeah, for sure. And all the other guys are looking back like, oh, of course Joe gets it. I know. He here, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Shut up, everyone. But you know what? I wrote Joe's down. gorgeous. Get over it. Yeah, he's gorgeous. Gorgeous man. Gorgeous man. Oh, so hot. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, something's wrong with us today. I said, how much would it suck to watch her? Like, I think about this every time, but I've never actually, like, thought about it until i just saw them mm-hmm. walking away hand in hand like can you imagine dating someone no and them walking away with someone else holding their hand holly i think about it all <laughs> the time oh my god Every i would be single sick. time it happens. i would be sick i don't Especially know why it's taken me this long oh my gosh i think about it all the time when the fantasy suites are happening mm. and they have mm-hmm. to they're thinking about how the person is well, having the, sex I'm with sorry, someone but the, else. The worst part was they used to be separated for fantasy suites, except I for know. Peter's season. Because you know, because they knew Madison was having a shitty. Oh time my with god, it. that was literally doing. horrifying. It was I was like, producers, that is sick. It was sick. That yes. makes me ill. Anyway, yeah. so that just, but this is just like inevitable. Like it's just, it's just like it sucks what to happens. watch. You're like, oh, it sucks. But the editing in this episode was hilarious oh, during was joe's date mm, like it was really good. her and joe are like doing all these things and they're she's throwing out the first pitch at the twins game oh it's all very nice and they they go to her high school they're walking around and they're like look at me i'm in this photo then they play some cutie basketball and in between and all this nice. it like flashes back to the guys at the hotel talking about joe and talking about how like yeah. Oh, this is the perfect date for him, and I'm so jealous. And they like, flash back to yeah, Joe and Michelle, like this is the music's playing. Oh, it's, it I was like, great. This is brilliant. Yes, it was great. Yeah, it was funny. Now, okay, so they have a nice date, whatever. So then they I know get, nothing really. Well, no, no, nothing I just say nothing happens. happens. He does talk about he how he got an injury. Yeah, what I was it, gonna say. So they have the dinner portion oh, of the date, yeah. and that's when Joe kind of opens up. Yeah, about how. He had this really bad injury where he broke his foot. And then when he was having surgery, the orthopedic surgeon really messed things up. And he yeah. had to have more surgeries and he had to have all this rehab. And it really, that's what ended his basketball career. Mm-hmm. Took a huge toll his mental health. And things were really not so good for him. And he's crying and crying. Mm-hmm. And then Michelle is crying and everybody's crying. And I felt a little teary because I'm like, oh, Joe, don't <laughs> cry, man. It's okay. It's okay. We'll get through it. Now. And here's where I have a wee little question. Mm. Joe admits that he has walls. He's not comfortable here. And I think that's okay. And that's where we see a big difference between Nate and Joe. Where Nate is very much like, ah, I'm feeling good. Feel good for talking. I'm like on this show. I'm having a good time. And Joe's like, I don't really enjoy this. 
I feel very uncomfortable here, but I'm going to do my best. What I worry about with Joe and Michelle's relationship is that every single conversation experience is about basketball. Is about basketball. That's exactly mine. This is my mm. hot take. This is my hot take for the episode, okay? I was thinking about this. I literally just watched it four hours ago. <laughs> so I, it's fresh yes, in it's my very mind. fresh in your brain. So she talked about they were doing little one-on-one again. This mm-hmm. is like the third time mm-hmm. in the high school gym. And she was saying when they're playing basketball, they have this like undeniable chemistry. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I heard that, I went, but does it translate? Exactly. I don't know if it will. Because even now on their dinner portion of the date it came back to basketball and that's like where do I they have anything else it, do we have anything else in comments almost be like you need to say okay for this date we are not talking about basketball we are not talking about sports and we need to just see if we can have a conversation about anything else because if mm-hmm. you are basing this relationship on the fact that the two of you played basketball in high school and maybe university that's not enough to just keep it afloat. And Joe's my pick. So this I is know. me kind of going but I, like. I love Ugh. Joe. And I totally. But you're right. Like I get <laughs> it. This is. They only connect over basketball right yes. now. So it right has. Now. Right now. It and could go deeper. Exactly. This could go further. And it's like this is our initial connection. And this is where we found a spark and things in common. And now we're going to move forward. Because that, that happens in the real dating world. Right. Yeah. Is that you find people that you have things in common with. So then you can build a relationship off of that but you have some kind of common ground but then i look at nate because i'm sure this is the top two and i and nate gets the other one-on-one so obviously we're comparing right but then i look at nate where it's like they can have different conversations about their interests and their passion but there's such like physical chemistry between them two when they look at each other it's (gasps) like un real they were like making out with each other and i was like i feel like i shouldn't be watching this. i know <laughs> like it's oh my god it's woo! crazy it's very anyway steamy. so that no, was that I was kind of that was kind of the joe date and you're right it kind of brought up some questions for me just about that but then they yeah. go back to the big group and they're about to read out the group date card and i was like oh this is where we get to the time when people don't want to hear their name on the group yeah. date card you can tell every time they hear their name on the group date they're like <sighs> cuz we know if you're on the group date that means you're not yeah. getting the other one on one so they read out the names and the last three it went or the last two it went chris s mm-hmm. and chris s was like so shocked yeah. he was on this group date and then it was between nate and brent and brandon sorry there you go brandon brandon and the name on the date card for the group date is brandon yeah and you could tell and then they read it which oh, is hilarious so sad he was kind of upset but nate was so happy yeah and it said something about being vikings or meet the vikings or something mm-hmm. and the vikings are their football team yeah in case you didn't know that. Yes. And um, Clayton was fired up. Clayton was fired <laughs> up. And you could tell Nate was like, thank God I don't yeah. have to do another <laughs> sport. I know. Because I don't think he's like, he's a, he's in fit. He's in shape. He's, but I don't think he's like a, oh. like an athletic oh. guy. Like, Maybe. Is he ever in shape? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love him. But like watching him play basketball, I was like, no, oh my God, not. what's wrong with you? No. Anyway. So he was happy. I think he didn't have to do sports. 
Anyway, then so, we get into more Chris ass drama. <sighs> so they go uh, on this. They're on this group, JK, and so they have these real Vikings, and they're, oh, they're not real. Yeah, it was Vikings not about are. football at all. No, <laughs> but they they have to do this like Viking training, and so they have to throw a log, and they, they have, have to, to eat salted fish. So I don't it's know. very strange, and they have to. So okay, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. It's the cold meds in the wine. I don't know what I'm doing here. So. Clayton makes this. We're going to talk about Clayton for a second. Okay. Uh-huh. Clayton makes the statement. He's like, I'm going to come out of my shell. I'm going to be really like vulnerable this date. I want to make a good impression because I feel like I'm just kind of coasting and I want to push myself to be a little more open. Everyone's like, yeah, you go Clayton. So I did not say that. No, me neither. But <laughs> I, uh, whatever. So Clayton I wrote, like, he just seems nice, but that's all it is for me still, is, like, Clayton seems nice. Well, that's what I said. I don't have anything that's wrong with Clayton, but... There's nothing... Exactly. uh, I have nothing against Clayton. No. I guess I should, like, clarify my attitude about the next Bachelor. I have nothing against him. I don't think he's a bad guy. Mm -mm. I just, like, I just don't get it. Me neither. And I'm just not excited about it. Me neither. I'm just not excited for him to be a bachelor. No. And I'm not excited about the women on his season. Like, you see them no. and you're like, nothing about this is exciting. No. And so, so he wins the overall date. So well, he, yeah. He gets a well, little extra time or whatever. But then they we don't even see anything. We just skip right to the, like, yeah. cocktail group well, date Well, first, part. like, Chris S. is sitting oh, yeah, there. Chris. And he's just, like, being ridiculous saying that he thought he was going to get the one-on-one date. I know. Because of what he talked to Michelle about. No, dude. Not yeah, works. you throwing Nate under the bus, Nate, who she clearly has pretty strong feelings for, is not going to get you the no. one-on-one over. And then, <laughs> like, Nate. Olu is cracking me up. Yeah, because he's just like, I'm just, I'm just not going to take this guy. I'm just, yeah. Like, and then they I have know. to arm wrestle, and Olu just whips his arm. It was amazing. He had no chance, and then no. he like, he's like, it's like it, oh, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of screaming on yeah a lot date? of yelling he cracked me up i know I, so thank I you like olu, olu for the laugh but that's what i wrote too i was like are we supposed to like clayton now because he's a viking like i don't i know are we supposed to like clayton because he's like good at football are we supposed to like clayton so then so then clayton and michelle are having this little talk at yeah. the cocktail party yeah and he's like i'm really trying i'm trying to get out of my shell he's like yeah. the one thing that i did like that he said was he said to michelle how have you always been this confident? Like, yeah. were you always like this? Because I feel like you radiate this confidence yeah. and I'm so intrigued by it. But like, have you always been like this? And I was like, mm-hmm. that's a cool question without being like, wow, you're so confident. I'm sure Michelle. he's very like, thoughtful. Like, uh, no, great. And, uh, but I'm also knowing that he's the next bachelor. I'm trying to find something, but I'm also, I'm watching him through this lens of, how is he going to facilitate conversations on his season? Oh, I don't think he's going to do well. No, he reminds me of Colton. I think Clayton's mm-hmm. just too timid. He I don't just, know. He's I'm not. Timid's not even the right word. I don't know. I can't figure out the word. Whatever. But fucking throw a wrench into our plants because Clayton gets the group date rose. Well, that's what I wrote next. I was what? like, are we supposed to like Clayton now because he got the re- group date rose? Like, I, I don't get no, it. No, but he's here. Anyway. It looks like he gets a one-on-one next week. And I'm hoping that that maybe gives us some clarification. Although but they did say Do you want to hear my prediction? Oh, yeah. I think next week after the one-on-one, he goes home. 
because in terms of filming and contracts and all this stuff, there ha- he's, he has to go home soon. To. And he was. And so the we're jumping so far ahead. That's okay. The preview for we're next week. Plays here. Well, the preview was not necessarily for next week, but it was like the nope. rest of the season because yeah. we're down to like eight guys. <laughs> exactly. That's I why I think like he goes home next week. blown by. Yes. But you know what? She's cutting these dudes left, right, and center. I love it. So Chris asked, was surprise, surprise, acting weird at the group date as well. <laughs> and he's like talking to the other guys. And you can tell none of these guys are giving him the time of day. No. Like he's trying amazing. to talk to Casey at the bar. And he's like, well, Casey, how was your conversation? And Casey was like, oh, it's really good. Hey, you should try one of these blah, 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 blah. Like yeah, whatever he's like getting food. Eating, right? Yeah. And uh, Chris is literally waiting for Michelle to come talk to him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't understand why michelle isn't coming to talk to me and i'm like because she's the bachelorette michelle has made it very clear also that she is more into men that want to pursue her and so chris if you are not going to go out of your way on your date to go after the woman that you are apparently so interested in yeah why would she do that when she could spend another 20 minutes talking to w- some other guy that's making a hell of a lot more effort than you are? I know. I wouldn't. I like, If I was fucking bachelorette, I'd be like, I'm sorry, you're here for me? Great. You come talk to me. Unless it is really, unless I, I feel like she knows that Joe and Nate are yeah. her top two. She's making more of an effort with them, right? Yeah. You know. Caitlin Bristow always said from night one she knew it was going to be Sean. Yeah. It was just like kind of a weeding out the rest of them game yeah. and she's like ah, i always knew it was him yeah R- right i'm she sure knows. it was the same with jojo and jordan jordan will or er, jojo admitted that too she was like yeah. i always knew it was jordan yeah always anyway, anyway i'd be like you're not gonna come talk to me well then why are you here you're supposed to be here for me and you're not gonna come yeah. talk to me i'm not going out of my way i'm gonna spend another 20 minutes talking to this guy well so then she ends the night and they like flash to him when she says okay like the night's over she's gonna give out the group do- and group date like, rose <sighs> and he literally <laughs> mouths the word you can see him go wow yeah like like he couldn't believe she wouldn't talk to him and like, it's like get over yourself i would not talk to you either get he out of here. Anno- he actually annoyed me more than jamie did me too <laughs> Why did we pick two of the worst people to put in our top four? What were we doing? What is wrong with us? Were we drunk? Apparently. I don't know what I was thinking. Anywho, I should never have done that. So mad at myself. Well, Chris wasn't in my top four, thank God. (sighs) (laughs) I can't say the same for you. Jamie sucked too. Yeah, he did. Anyway, (laughs) so now it's Nate's one-on-one. All right. They go to this like little (sighs) lake. This Minnesota lake. Apparently, there's many lakes. Minneapolis in Lake, Minnesota. Is there a Lake Minneapolis? I don't really know. I don't even know where Minnesota it's the, is. It's the land of a thousand lakes. I don't even know where it is on a map. I couldn't even tell you. Nope, me neither. <laughs> oh my no, god! Wow, we teach kids in <laughs> Canada, Holly. Why would we know where? The, I know where New York is. I know where not. Where nowhere else. Well, is. apparently, next year I'm gonna have to teach my kids to make a map of the Silk Road. So don't even. Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> they're seven it's fine um actually it's not fine it's not fine it's actually not fine at all i shouldn't say it's terrible it's really terrible it's horrible that's a different if you want to talk about that please dm us yeah um okay so nate goes on a one-on-one they go on this boat and she says okay we're gonna do this thing and then she looks at him and she goes 
it's actually going to turn into a group date and she has yeah. two of her best friends and i also like that the two of her best friends were not from bachelor nation yeah they were just like regular folk here's what i wrote down if you date nate can i please hug him because he looks <laughs> like he gives the best hugs i know he's so nice he just looks like he just wraps you up and just it's just like a big squeeze and i i love a good hug i'm a big hugger you are hug, a hugger. I hug everyone. And if someone gives me a wimpy ass hug, I tell them, no, you need to give me a real hug. Like there's no little tappies on the back. Like it's a full arm hug. You are a big, you're a I'm hugger. I'm a big hugger. Mm-hmm. You are a big so hugger. So be prepared, Nate, for hugs when you date Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for manifesting that and throwing you're that out so into the welcome. universe. I appreciate that. Why didn't you do that for Greg? Because I don't like Greg. <laughs> 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 I don't want to give him a hug, oh. but I will hug Andrew. I want to hug Greg. I want to. <laughs> want to so, so melt. Oh my god! This podcast episode is I'm gonna have fucked to up. A lot of <laughs> terrible. <laughs> we are not in a good space. It is a full moon tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows that, but teachers, y'all You're know. Not okay. Y'all know it's a full moon tomorrow, and we are done. Anyway. Okay, it's back to the actual oh show. <laughs> so then she has her two friends, and they're out on this boat. It's and they're just like grilling Nate. And you know I what? love it. They ask him about like, is he getting along with people in the house? What's it going on? And Nate was super honest. Yeah. He literally said word for word what he said in front of the guys about the one on one. I also wrote how um, how sweet it is when Michelle was like. When he leaves, I get choked up. I was I like, know. Oh. I know. And she, missed, she said she misses him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot. And then like in their yeah. n- like evening portion. And I said this, about, I wrote this down about Nate and Joe. Mm-hmm. But when it, I noticed it with Nate the most, like when he was looking at her. He I wrote was, this out too. He was looking yes, at her. I wrote, I literally wrote, you can tell Nate is really listening to her when she is yes, speaking. Because he looks at her. Ugh. Right? So many, yes. like so often, like I'm doing it right now. I'm not like looking at you when we're talking. But yeah. you like look around and you do whatever. But she was talking and he was looking. And I've actually mm-hmm. known like a, a couple people, not people that I've dated, but just like people that I know. Yeah both men and women mm-hmm. who when they're talking to you like they they look at you yeah. and you can tell they're listening yes i wish i had that power i don't have that power yeah i wish i did i think hannah's really trying to have that power with me right now i'm gonna try to really look at her <laughs> I can't do this. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm really looking at you. (laughs) Wow. Do I feel seen? (laughs) Just try to make you feel seen, Holly. (laughs) Oh, my God. I am crying laughing over here. Oh my god please say something <laughs> so i can recover <laughs> okay um that's the wrong page so okay mm-hmm. the clayton okay okay so i wrote about how nate started talking about his inner child yes and i said who is that ever a therapy term which yeah let me like <laughs> tell you had nate been going to therapy because that's another reason why i want to marry him <laughs> i love a man who's going to therapy yes and what and he was saying how like your inner child is 
you know, there's lots of things from your childhood that get brought up in the present and blah, blah, blah. So he was like, my inner child feels really happy when I'm with you because we can mm-hmm. have fun together. But then I know that we're also able to have really serious conversations and all that. And I said, mm-hmm. oh, night I love you. But he... Al- <laughs> do this oh my god (laughs) our podcasts are always better when we record at night and we're like (laughs) i know our daytime podcasts suck we need to stop (laughs) we need to stop doing that it's convenient but we need to stop the water doesn't work (laughs) okay anyway moral of the story nate is great he gets the rose we love nate this is a nate stan podcast <laughs> yes, we love him so we love and he had a can did you see the canadian pillow with yes. the maple leaves i was like finally Do i can't canadian roots man tell you Jesus. holly how <laughs> furious i am with my winnipeg family <laughs> there's no way no one knew him he's as old as my cousin and he's huge what? how can you not see this humongous no, person walking there's around? no way i know Letterer family in Winnipeg's really dropped the ball, <laughs> anyway. and I'm not happy. <laughs> anyway, so while this whole date is happening, and while we're like fawning over Nate, <laughs> Chris is back at the house stewing in his little shenanigans. Yeah, straight up not having a good time. First of all, he's sitting there talking to Martin, and I'm like, Martin, why are you giving him the time of day right now? Martin loves drama. Martin starts drama. Is he what does. it is. Yeah. <laughs> like I said this last week. Martin sucks. So he does. I don't really like. Ugh. I don't like Martin. I have nothing good to say I, about Martin. I just don't like him. Don't and like so him. he's sitting there listening to Chris and like validating his feelings where someone like Casey on the group date was like, here, have this like scrumptious appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> like no one cared to listen to him. No, not Except at all. for Martin. Yeah. So then Martin's doing swing swing and he's like well I have to go talk to Michelle yeah. literally gets in the car they drive him to where their dinner is happening Which in a different place <laughs> like producers what are you doing look if I was Michelle I would be like I'd be mad I'd be mad I'd I would talk like, to my producer and yeah. I would say do not interrupt no. my one-on-one date again now here's where I went and like kind of like mm, Michelle was that so Nate and Michelle are having dinner. Chris literally like walks up the stairs, and Michelle, you could tell, is like, oh, fuck. She, you can see, she's looking at Nate, and then she goes like this. Huh? What? Like she, yeah. her, her face is just like, what's she's happening? Not expecting that, obviously. Yeah. I get that he was there, and you, she probably knew. She was like, "Well, I'm about to send your ass home." Yeah, I think she knew as soon as he walked in. But it also sucks. Like I would. I put myself in Nate's shoes. I'd feel real shit. I would feel really frustrated that you have given up one-on-one time to go and talk to him for, even if it was 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, it's like, a one-on-one date. I would almost, and I, it's tricky because you don't, you also don't know the producers might have been like, Michelle, just go, Michelle, just go. 10 yeah. minutes, we'll extend your date, whatever. Yeah. You don't know that, right? But if I was in Michelle, if that I was me. I would have said no. I would have said Chris, I am on a date. You are interrupting. You need to go back home and I will come to your or we can meet in the hotel lobby and we can talk then. But you are interrupting my date and I don't appreciate that. Go home. And you don't know that producers didn't say, no, Michelle, his suitcase is in the car and you just need to either do it and let him go and then we can get along with our lives. We don't know what's said off camera, right? Mm-hmm. But if it was up to me and I had all the power in the world, I would say, no, 
I'm not talking to you right now. Go back to the hotel. I will mm-hmm. meet you in the lobby when I get back and we can talk to Selma's in your asshole. Yeah. Anyway. But she does that. So she talks to Chris and she sends his asshole. Yeah. And and like the she was really good with the conversation. She was pretty matter of fact. Like yep. he was just like I don't understand why you didn't talk to me. Then you, after what I said, then you chose Nate. And she was like, I don't need someone to speak for me. Yeah. I liked that. She said that he was speaking for oh, her. I wrote down exactly what she said. Oh, go for it. Cause I liked it. Yes. Um, okay. She said, <clears throat> I want a man who is going to stand and support me when I speak, not a man who is going to speak for me. Love that. Yeah. hundred percent. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that really encompasses everything Yes, Michelle. Yes. Yeah. Then, surprise, surprise, there actually is still a roast ceremony this episode. I know. This is, I think, the first time ever we've gotten this far. We've had a roast ceremony every episode. I'm, I'm into it. It feels like an original Bachelor yes. franchise. Yeah. So, uh, she and Rick go outside. And I, we want to talk people that keep a stare. Rick. Oh, yeah. Loves to just make eye contact. Yes. And his eyes are yes. so large. And uh, he's, he has like Bambi eyes. He does have Bambi yeah. eyes. He's a, a lovely looking man. I love his eyes. His big brown, beautiful eyes. Yeah. But he's staring so intently at Michelle. Mm-hmm. And um, they dance. And it's very nice. It's I like really Rick. cute. It's I cute. like Rick. Then Rodney. All right. Here's the thing about Rodney. I love Rodney. He's on my top four. I think he's a really mm-hmm. sweet guy. If Rodney says one more time how he is not the tallest and the I buffest. Know. I'm like, Rodney, get like, over yourself. Have some confidence. Have some confidence, Rodney. Dude, you're a good looking man. And he's like, I just feel really worried and insecure. And I'm like, Rodney, the more you put that out there, the more you're going to feel it. I know. Let's start using positive affirmations on ourselves, Rodney. Yeah. You should look in the mirror and say some positive affirmations about yourself write it on some lipstick let's go <laughs> put a little sticky note on your mirror yes. rodney let's get along with our lives yeah so she has a good she actually has a good talk with rodney and he's so sweet and then yeah. they go up to the roof and they just like are having a moment it's all very nice she has a good chat with brandon brandon looked like a little priest with his little up like very high collared shirt i don't i'm not a big brandon fan he has such a baby face like he looks so young he is young too though he's, he's like 26 Oh. He just turned 27. It was his birthday. Oh. That's why they have the candles. Oh. He's the same age as we are. <laughs> he looks so young. <laughs> I mean, he does. He looks Wow. He I looks hope when really people young. look at me, they're like, that bitch looks like she's 20. <laughs> and not just because of the Botox she gets every six months. <laughs> it's not, yeah. it's not, okay. not true, though. Then, okay, the biggest part of this cocktail party, because there's not very many guys left, is her talk that she has with Martin. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this for Martin a just digs himself into oh, the humongous hole. Here's your digging, shovel. And dig, dig, dig. A little deeper. So he talks oh. about how she's <laughs> different than the girls from Miami yes. because she's not high maintenance. Michelle like says, the girls from Miami. So what's high maintenance? And he goes, oh, just expecting a man to always take care of them. And Michelle says, no, no, no. What about a girl is high maintenance? Yeah, she did. And Martin says, no, I, I just don't feel like women, women just like say, oh, this man can take care of me all the time. And that's being high maintenance. And, and then goes, he said, 
Well, he said men don't go into relationships expecting the woman to take care of them. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? Where do you think this phrase, make me a sandwich, came from, Martin? Yeah. It came from a bunch of men expecting women to take care of them in Mm -hmm. the domestic duties of the household. Mm. Like, that is a big middle finger. Fuck you to Martin. Yeah. Like, sorry, everyone bad language but seriously holly i've said fuck approximately 47 <laughs> times in this podcast this is getting a little explicit sticker there's too many for me to like, edit it's just like no you don't that's no and i don't even like the words high maintenance i actually used to say it all the time about people like oh i bet she's high maintenance but now i've stopped mm-hmm. because really like when you think about it it's like what's high maintenance like the fact that someone wants to put their makeup on like who gives a shit but also like, I whatever feel like, no, but that's what people what? think about people say i i don't like the term high maintenance either and i try not to use it a lot because what might be high maintenance to someone like okay so i'm gonna use myself in this example because some would call me high maintenance because right. I like getting my lashes done and I like getting my nails done. Yeah. But actually, when I get my lashes done, it makes me less high maintenance technically. Yeah. Because then I get to sleep in and I'm not standing in front of the mirror doing my makeup for 20 minutes. I literally roll out of bed, brush my hair and off. But I it's go. a loose term. Or high maintenance can mean that you want attention from your significant other and you expect certain things out of a relationship. That doesn't make you high maintenance. No. I think that makes you have proper standards that, that you're setting you have for yourself. high expectations. And boundaries. There's though, nothing too. wrong with boundaries and expectations. Nothing. So I think the term high maintenance, I have a hard time wrapping my head around because also what may, might be high maintenance for someone is different than someone, someone else. else. Exactly. Just based on your lifestyle, how you want to choose to live your life, the expectations and the yeah. boundaries and the expectations that you have set yeah. for yourself. Yeah. And that's a personal preference. That has nothing to do with being high maintenance or no, not. No, I agree. Fuck you, Martin. But that's the <laughs> thing. So, like, I just want to point out, I don't mean to bring this back to the beginning of this podcast where I was talking about McKenna. Oh, McKenna. But I'm talking about, like, this is what I mean where I say I learn and grow every day. Like, when Martin was having that conversation, Michelle was, like, checking him on it. I was like, yep. wow, I used to have the same opinion as Martin. Mm. Like, four or five years ago right and that has slowly changed as um, i've gotten older holly is it maybe because we took a women's studies course together oh my god so possible what you know what i say to holly all the time listeners at home what would kim do what would kim do what kim would kim prof? say what would kim, kim do? do kim would not stand for this no actually you know what kim would be pretty fucking pissed if i went on the bachelor yeah she'd be like hannah you're better than this and it's like i'm not though kim i'm not <laughs> No, we're actually not Kim. Kim, I'm so sorry, but the only reason we went to the women's show is because two guys from The Bachelor were going. <laughs> um, so Katie, our last Bachelorette, is doing this thing on Instagram where she is putting a Taylor Swift song off the Red Album to every single one of the guys. Yes, she's calling it 12 Days of Messy. Yeah. So Which is hilarious. So she did, she's done seven guys so far. So day one was we are never ever getting back together which was blake Mm. and she also like i think people are like attacking her and it's like okay she talks to literally most of these guys it's not and clearly she's running it past them and she's not being mean no she's having fun and all she's yeah she's clearly running they're texting her about it yeah and andrew andrew was on someone's podcast it wasn't nick's it was caitlin's oh 
oh yeah and um she was like are you still talking to Katie? He's like, yeah, we talk sometimes. Like, we're friendly, but we know that this chapter has closed yeah. for us. So, therefore, Katie, everyone's was, fine. Katie was very clearly not the type to lead someone on. No. Right? So, why would she do it now? Yeah, She's no, like, exactly. Say what you want about her season, but her season was very real. She was very herself. So, anyway. Do you think she's going to make one about John? Okay. If y'all don't think she's dating John, she's going to be with John. We all oh, knew that when he left and he yeah. got claps. Claps for John. And they've been hanging on San Diego and they're best friends. All the time. Then anyway. day two was run. Um, whip, And she dedicated that one to Andrew with the note he wrote no. her. Oh, my God. That was heartbreaking. It was. So sad for me. <laughs> then she did girl at home and she said Aaron and then in brackets she said and James because James <laughs> is the girl at home yeah oh my god I cackled hilarious cackled at that so good then day four was I knew you were trouble which was dedicated to Thomas of course yeah which this is where she had to say this is a joke and she even said like Thomas and I are good like yeah. he's like like I don't get it people oh, relax day five was holy ground which she obviously dedicated to Mike. Mike. Which she called him Mikey, which was so cute. Well, because I think people get confused between Michael. Yes, and Mike. And Mike. This was P. Which this was Mike. Cross Mike. Cross Big Virgin cross Mike. Mike. Virgin Mike. Virgin Mike. Then the last time was dedicated to Brendan. Canadian Brendan. Kind of sad, though. That's a really yeah. sad song. And then I Almost Do was dedicated <sighs> to Michael. And that was today. Yeah. So she's like just over halfway. And I said to her, we know all too well is going to be Greg. We know. Oh, it. we know. We just know. It might be last. I think it's going to be last. Like I'm trying to think of who else she could dedicate songs to right now. Well, just Justin. Justin. Um, I think John. John. I think John too. Yeah. Um, we have to go through five. Who are other? Who was our top five? Hunter. Do you think she'll do one for Hunter? Oh, I don't know. Okay, here we go. I'm just looking. Week two. So, Christian, Garrett, Trey. Oh, do you think she'll do one to Carl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trey. Oh, Connor B. Connor B. Oh, I bet she'll do sure. one for Connor, Connor B. B. She'll, okay, so she'll for sure do one, I think, to Connor B, to Greg, to... Justin. Justin. Maybe Trey. Maybe a Trey. Okay, 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 okay. Here we out, here we out, here we out. What if? So we know that like maybe the second last day is Greg and it's all too well. And then on the last day, it's John and it's some kind. I'm trying to think of a song on Red that would be like a. Mm. And it's kind of like they're coming out in a coming relationship, out into relationship song. Party. She'd get a lot of heat for that. Yeah. And I think people would think that she like cheated on Blake with John. Yeah. If they here's my here's my thing i think there's something or like there. begin again <gasps> <gasps> that would be really good I'd scream oh just my like God. i screamed right just now. now wow i guess you can't edit this okay this podcast is over <laughs> we're shutting it down we've been talking way too long we haven't and it's barely been talking it's it's been mostly laughing and banging our microphones. An hour three minutes. This okay. is like one of our longest. I'm ones. so sorry. I'm not editing this tonight. No, I'll please be up till don't. 11. Please. Friday night. I'll do it tomorrow <laughs> afternoon. I need to really sit. This will take me like two hours to edit. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> <laughs>